This is not just a pre and post event. This is a pre and post and post and post and post. Welcome to the Fellows College Podcast. I'm Dennis Wren, Pediatric Emergency Medicine Fellow, and I'm joined by co-host Dr. Alice Shanklin. We are very fortunate to have two guests and phenomenal educators today, Dr. Chrissy Corvo and Dr. Padma Pavalori, join us to talk about quality improvement. Dr. Corvo is a pediatric intensivist and a Golden Apple Teaching Award winner. Dr. Pavalori is a pediatric hospitalist and now Associate Chief for Operations. Both of you, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to be here. Alice and Dennis, this is an amazing opportunity for us. We've been waiting for this for so many years. <laughs> well, with that being said, let's keep that excitement going and get down to it. So, Drs. Corvo, Dr. Pavaluri, thanks for coming on. First, formalities aside, I'd like to ask if it's okay for us to call you by your first names. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So part one, I think we just have to talk about definitions, but even a bigger question before that, what exactly is QI? And me as a trainee, I have so many other things that I'm thinking about. What if I'm not envisioning a future career in QI? Why should I care? QI is all about making things better. Whether you're becoming a researcher, an educator, a clinician scientist, or a QI junkies like us, QI is all about making the system better and the right tools to do it so you don't muck it up. Especially when you're doing patient care, you really want to focus on the patient and this gives you the right tools to do something so you're not wasting resources. It's really important for us to teach you these tools so that people will take you seriously and change can actually happen. It's not your opinion. It's the data and what and what improvements or non-improvements were done as a result of your interactions and your intervention. So we're trying to get you the tools to be taken seriously. Just like traditional research where you've learned the, the scientific process, we're going to teach you the QI process, which is essentially the same, just different words. Nice. So how would you define the difference between like research, evidence-based practice, quality assurance, and quality improvement? Let's just start something with asthma, for example. So research, we're doing research to find new knowledge. We have a question to answer. Do steroids work? Do inhaled steroids work versus IV steroids work in decreasing length of stay for kids admitted with severe asthma? Whereas evidence-based practices, we're taking that research and we're actually seeing, does this make a difference? So now we know that steroids are the drugs you're supposed to be giving for an acute asthma exacerbation, just as important as albuterol, but we know that from research. Now we get to quality improvement. So now we're actually changing the process to improve our performances and outcomes. So can we make sure that we give steroids to every asthmatic who's admitted so they get better and have a shorter length of stay and decreased readmission? So quality improvement is about fixing the system so you deliver the right care all the time. So this is, you guys see quality improvement really as once we have a standard of care, evidence-based guidelines, making sure that your clinical practice matches those evidence-based guidelines. Exactly. Exactly. And if it does match and the outcomes aren't as expected, why? Mm. So it's really helping us look at how come it's not working here when it worked there. And so we have to look at our own systems to see what's, what's the difference. What is it about us? that is not making this research stick like they say it's supposed to. Gotcha. And the other thing about quality improvement is that this is not just a pre and post event. This is a pre and post and post and post and post, i.e. this goes continuously because you're always striving to make care better. And every time you make an improvement, you're going to see another opportunity for, for improvement. 
And that's the beauty of QI. You can always make things better for your kids. And I think that, that one of the challenges we have as uh, physicians who are trained with the typical research mindset and experiences, we think we need an N of a thousand for it to make a difference. Whereas every patient can make a difference in that continual search for improvement. So I can try this on this patient, didn't work. Try something different on that patient. Oh, it worked. I'll do it five more patients. So that's a PDSA cycle. So we just sort of have to reset our, our expectations and our mindset, what quality improvement science actually does and what it entails. Wait, so you, you said post at least like four or five times, but it's it doesn't end though? Oh, please. That's why we love it. It's a journey. And... <laughs> And it's job security. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know something, Dennis? I just want to challenge some of your, your thoughts about, no, QI is just not where my career goes. This is a great opportunity for you to actually look at other options to your career growth and your professional development because quality improvement is actually a career. And people publish and make great changes in the world. You heard of the IHI? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bunch of people who've done quality work and have made a big <laughs> deal out of that. <laughs> Lots of opportunities. And I think if we can convince you as fellows that there are multiple opportunities for your professional development, we, we want to take you on that QI journey. Let's go back to the example about asthma. Like, are there measurable results or like examples of changes? Well, let's take an example of the asthma action plan, our beloved action plan that was devised to ensure a safe discharge communication plan for families, schools, and other healthcare providers. So initially, we just put out a bunch of asthma action plans and said, go do it, right? Was anyone doing it? Probably not. Then we just... Guilty. All of us were guilty, right? Discharge without an action plan? Oh, All of us were guilty, right? So then we identified the barriers, right? They didn't know what to fill out. There's like 50 fields on there, but let's, let's highlight the six or seven that are the most important for families. And then, by the way, it's also a joint commission standard. Let's put them in the resident work rooms. Let's put them on the computers on wheels so they're there on rounds when people are rounding and discussing them with the family. Let's give the providers feedback. Hey, this is your percent accomplishment. This is the percent opportunity you have to improve. So the more and more barriers we remove, that's continuous quality improvement. Gotcha. Now, what about, what do you guys think about quality improvement versus quality assurance? Oh, dun, wow. dun, dun. <laughs> okay. So when you think about quality improvement, we just spoke about it. It's a continuous reassessment with that, with that goal of improving processes and, and in essence, improving the outcomes for our patients. Quality insurance is when outside regulatory bodies, such as the Joint Commission, CMS, the hospital associate, what is it, the DC, DC, DC Hospital Board of Health, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When they come and say, you know what, this is a standard. We know this is best practice. What are you guys doing? Are you following that? So, so when things are put in place and identified as the best practice or a standard of care, those quality assurance measures are for us to be sure that we're actually doing what we say and supposed to do. Think about the lab, right? They have to run their machines to make sure they are processing samples in an accurate manner. It's outside bodies looking at us to make sure we're practicing medicine and doing the things we said we're going to do in a regular way. And it's only scary if you're not doing the right thing for your patients, right? So quality improvement, um, I see it as it's coming internally from your own organization. Quality assurance typically comes from outside, but you can also do quality assurance within yourselves or within your own organization to make sure you're meeting the standards. There's an intersection between QI and quality assurance, 
But the bottom line is if you want to do the right thing for your patients, QA shouldn't scare you. Fair enough. So that was awesome. So just to recap, research is helping us generate the knowledge. Evidence-based practice is helping us actually change practice. QI, we're looking at changing the processes for how we implement this. And then QA, or quality assurance, is ensuring that we are meeting certain set standards. Would that be correct? You got it. That's great. That's awesome.